Hey, it's Dan. Welcome back. You're watching I Allegedly. And uh, got a good one for you today. And uh, guys, you're going to have a three and a half day work week and live to 100. Isn't that amazing? It's, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. So got some great news. Please don't forget to hit the like button. Please don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And uh, today we have a sponsor, Patriot Gold Group. Plus, for those of you that are on the email list, uh, check your spam filter because an email went out over the weekend and you want to make sure you're getting those. And uh, make sure you're on that list, okay? Got a lot of cool announcements coming up. My main man, Jamie Dimon, he went on Bloomberg TV. And again, this guy is so wishy-washy with things that he talks about in the economy. And by the way, if you don't know who he is, he is the CEO of the world's largest bank, J.P. Morgan, Chase, okay? And uh, he's only 67 years old, which I thought well, I was kind of surprised by. That gray hair fooled me. But anyways, he just said, listen, you need to get ready because artificial intelligence is going to change everything. AI is going to make it so we're going to have a three-and-a-half-day work week. Your kids will live to 100, and there will be cancer. No more cancer. Cancer will be a thing of the past. And I'm like, you know, wow, that's a bold statement to say, to say the least. It's kind of wild to sit there and to, to go to uh, that extreme, you know. So, cancer, thing of the past. Again, the problem with statements like this is that people hear this and they think, well, wait, I want a job that is uh, going to let me work, you know, three and a half days a week. You know, people are basically lazy, too. People don't want to exercise. Okay? People, a lot of people that exercise give up something else, give up work, give up other things. But a lot of people don't do everything. You know what I mean? They don't eat healthy, exercise, and work hard. There's just a lot of people don't do all three of those. But this guy says, don't worry about that. You're going to be able to work three and a half days a week. Your kids are going to live to 100, and uh, cancer is gone. And I'm like, wow, AI is going to do great things. It's a living, breathing thing that we all need to respect and appreciate and understand how great it is right now. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate your, uh, your opinion on that, but I think it's nuts. This guy's, you know, week to week to week, we talk about how bad the economy is. Week to week to week, this guy talks about one week it's an economic firestorm, one thing's are, are, are bad, now you're going to live to 100 and you won't have to work as hard. <laughs> Okay, again, artificial intelligence is amazing. A lot of cool things have happened about this, but the statements that come out of this, hey, we're going to lose 300 million jobs. How many people actively work right now? So, you know, are there 300 million people in the workforce right now? That's, that's crazy to think about that. So when you have this and you have all these jobs and everybody's going to work part-time, it doesn't make an ounce of sense. So it's kind of interesting that... Uh, uh, Mr. Diamond said this, and what do you think about this? I, you know, it, it, it's 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 crazy. I understand the benefits of AI. I think it's absolutely amazing. I think it's going to revolutionize business, just like the internet did. I think that. But to sit there and say it's going to cure cancer and you won't have to work as hard, people are going to lose their jobs. Not everybody's got a skill. Not everybody's going to sit there and and own a business. Not everybody's going to sit there and you know own a manufacturing facility. I spoke to a friend of mine today, and uh, her and her husband are very successful, and 
they're out looking for ways to earn more money right now because they know that things are, are dying. They have six businesses right now, six, six businesses. They just bought a new machine from a company, a manufacturing company that's going out of business. And they had the opportunity to go there, pick up the equipment, and listen, it's first come, first serve. You better come now, bring cash, and that's it. That's the type of deals you're going to see. But these are people that are not looking to work three and a half days a week. They can't. Okay? I'm like, hey, I wanted to come out and visit you guys. Wow, Dan, I don't know when a good time to, would be because we are literally working seven days a week right now with everything just so we can get ahead. And they're, they're wealthy. They own a lot of property. They have everything. But they see the writing on the walls that they've got to have more income. So, man, oh, man, take good care of your health. If you, have your, if you don't have your health, you have nothing. And make sure you have insurance. Make sure that you are looking at your finances. I, I had something really disturbing that was sent to me. And, uh, you know, dealing with, uh, you know, my estate, my late girlfriend's estate, talking about all this stuff and talking about, you know, protecting my kids and, and different things that we're doing and investments and all this cool stuff that we're working on. And so many people set things up and then change them. And they may even get a, a trust later on and a will later on. And they may have set things up like a beneficiary on a life insurance policy, like somebody's ex-wife or something like that. And then the person dies and everybody thinks everything in the trust goes to this. And then you have this wrinkle where the uh, life insurance uh, names the ex-wife. Uh, guys better look at all this stuff. How about beneficiaries? You, you really should have a beneficiary on your checking account, your savings account, all that stuff so that people can get access to that money. Get advice from someone that does wills and trusts. But the thing that's crazy is people do this and then they break up with Stacy and you know, she's no good. And Stacy's the beneficiary to that uh, checking account. So look into this stuff, guys, because you can't be too careful. You can't be too cautious. And uh, you need to have everything in order right now. You really do, because things can happen in a moment's notice. People get sick quickly. Plus, the other thing that people don't, you know, bank on right now is that, well, damn, I'm super healthy. I run five miles a day and I do this and I do that. People get sick and then they get sick for a long period of time. So you could be battling things for a tremendous amount of time and you need to protect yourself with that. So, you know, what do you think about Jamie Diamond? Is he an imbecile? Okay, I can't, I just, I hate the blue blood East Coast bitching attitude. I can't stand it. You know, growing up here on the West Coast, I understand some of that stuff's very cool and some of the country club life is very cool, but it just never did anything for me, okay? And some of these people just believe that they're smarter and better than everybody else, and uh, this guy's no exception. But uh, all the problems that the banking industry has right now, you're going to see more of. How about uh, Laurentian Bank? Have you heard about that? Laurentian Bank is a, is a large bank in Canada. Oh, well, they had an IT problem this week. And uh, the bank's been shut down for seven days. I was originally going to name this video, What Would You Do If You Didn't Have Your Bank For Seven Days? But Gillian Llewellyn, she's the CEO. She just, just uh, yesterday uh, stepped down and said, I'm not going to be the CEO anymore. I'm sorry for this debacle. But think about your bank. Think about not being able to get to your bank for a week. A week. Okay? Is that terrible? And uh, they have no excuse. You know, let me show you the 
her resignation letter too, which is pretty good because it, uh, um, you know, it's nice, thoughtful, but a week, guys. What would you do without money for a week? Hey, we finally got the branches open again, but we can't process certain things. It's a mess, guys. It's an absolute mess. People don't want to leave, believe that this stuff is happening, and it is. And I've got one more that was sent to me, and I want to look at this. And uh, Craig sent me this one. And uh, Craig went to uh, Chase Bank in Quail Hill and uh, went to go make a car payment. I'm sorry, we can't process anything over $1,000 right now. Uh, the system's down. And we don't know when it's going to be back up. Well, again, what would you do? I'm the type of guy, and I stopped doing this years ago for reasons like this. That, oh, your, my payment's due. When is my car payment due? It's due on this day. When is the last day with my, uh, with my extension and my grace period? How long do I have? Oh, you have another four days after that, so you can pay it on this date. Okay, I'm the guy that would walk it in at those dates. That's what I used to do. But if Craig was that guy and today was the day and he went to go make his car payment and it was over $1,000, he's screwed right now. Can't take the payment. And you can't divide the payment into two with Chase Bank. Isn't that nice? We'll pay 600 here and 766 over here. Nope, can't do that. Isn't that great? All or nothing. Okay? So, Laurentian Bank, IT, shut down for a week. CEO steps down. Again, I'll leave the link below to her letter. But uh, you're seeing more and more of this, guys. And, and again, when do you sit there and say, ah, oh, this, isn't, this isn't right. This isn't going to uh, go smoothly. These banks are in huge trouble, huge, huge trouble. You're going to see more of a problem, and you're going to see more consolidation with the banks. So we should have a, you know, a bet between now and the end of the year as to who's going to go out of business. It's not going to be... JP Morgan, we know that. But which big bank could go out of business? And uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I just, you know, like I, I get all these names sent to me about banks. The latest one today was uh, Wells Fargo. You know, they're Fargo. Anyways, I thought that was great. Um, but I always thought it would be them, but most likely it's going to be Bank of America. So share your thoughts on this. I'm in Orange, California today, just walking on the lake at Eisenhower Park. It's really beautiful. Let's talk about our sponsor, Patriot Gold Group. You know, this time right now is really the calm before the storm. The Fed's going to meet next month. They're most likely going to raise interest rates again. But where will the economy be during that time? You need to protect yourself. You need to look at having gold, silver, platinum, palladium in your retirement account. Call the good people at Patriot Gold today, 888-330-1431, before it's too late. Get a free investor guide. Find out how you can get the IRA or 401k that's free for life from Patriot Gold. They have uh, an investor guide that's absolutely no obligation to get, and uh, so many of you have done it. Call them today. Um, I love how gold has slipped in price lately. It's time to back up the truck, guys, and get more. Do what you can do to protect yourself because it's not always going to be down, guys. And if you look at all the experts that have talked about gold hitting as high as $3,000 an ounce, you need to look at this and take this seriously. Protect yourself. Call Patriot Gold today, 888-330-1431. Let them know that Dan from I allegedly sent you.
Have you guys heard that there's going to be an emergency broadcast system on all our cell phones, our iPads, our TVs, everything, our AM radios? It's going to all be blasted on October 4th. And they've got an East Coast time. I think it's 2.22 Eastern time. But man, oh man, do I love the conspiracy theories that you guys are coming up with. Some seem plausible, some seem real, but some are kookaburra time. And I'm telling you guys, I wish I could share all these here. And uh, I love people's concern about things like this with what's going on in the world. But some of this stuff is over the top. And uh, it's great. It's just, I mean, it is solid gold. The other thing I really love is that you guys constantly do follow-up with me on great stories. And the most recent one talking about how the real estate market is just a mess right now, commercial real estate that is, and how we're seeing the commercial properties uh, go upside down. Well, people sending me all these different stories out of New York because we just had that building that sold for 66% off. But what you're seeing out of New York and out of these larger cities is you're seeing buildings that are completely upside down. They cannot refinance them. They've dropped in value. Interest rates have shot up. They have less tenancy. You know, it's really funny. For being such a high-end business, it's a very simple business. You know, you get good tenants. They pay their rent. You know, you have somebody that does the maintenance on the building. And uh, people get rich doing that. Now, the only problem with this is that it's not so easy anymore because nobody wants to work inside of an office. And, uh, you know, as I was talking to my tax professional and other people about this in the future, that's a horrible business to be in right now. And people want investments. Do they have any real estate? Oh yeah, they own this building. No, no, do they have anybody that's paying them for the real estate? It's one thing owning a building for the factory, but you know, people don't want tenants. People don't want to worry about stuff like this. They don't want employees either. So the other thing that people followed up on is You know, we did the story last week about why Los Angeles is a dump, and it is. And take a look at that video again, because it's great. But it is horrific. Now, one thing that people were writing me about was there's a lot of homeless people on boats. And I talked to the harbor master. I talked to people in Orange County that sell the gas at the gas stations. They're like, who can be homeless out here? We shoo them away. And we have docks out here in Orange County that have time limits. And I've shown you guys that, like one strip will be, you know, three hours, 72 hours, you know, 48 hours, things like this. They start writing tickets for those people if they're they're there too long. But people sent me great stories today out of the San Francisco and Oakland area where Oakland Bay and San Francisco Bay, where these pirates are basically homeless people living on boats. And there are hundreds of boats that have been, uh, that have been sunk, that have been just completely, you know, um, put out a commission just like those motorhomes are and they've been you know pop a hole in the side of it let it hit to the bottom of the ocean but some of these people that have these vessels are going boat to boat stealing whatever they can so it's going to kill a good thing guys you're going to have you know those public docks that i walk through and things like that some of those private people you know those spaces where they pay a lot of money and they let me walk through they're going to shut that stuff off now because these people are getting robbed left and right and you're starting to see this be a huge problem because they're pirates and they're robbing people and they're robbing people at their most vulnerable time. You're sitting there in your swimsuit on a boat. So this is crazy. Two great stories below on that. Read those stories. But 
you know, I always think about that movie Captain Phillips where those guys take over the boat. And I'm like, how can they do that? How can, you know, how would you let them take over? And then when you see it done, you're like, oh, that's how they do that. So people need to protect themselves and understand that there's thieves everywhere right now. And as people get more desperate, they're going to get more brazen. That's the problem. And then you take areas that don't have bail. Oh, you're going to write me a ticket? Oh, I'm sorry. You know, one away down the lake. Okay. You're going to see more and more problems like this. So share your thoughts. I'm going to have a seat for a minute. Let me know what you think about all this stuff. I am one of the people that absolutely loves the warnings that we get from investment banks. Michelle Weaver, who is an analyst at Morgan Stanley, she issued a letter that says, listen, you're going to see this entire sector be affected and they've never talked about this, travel. You're going to see the travel sector have an experience because people are deteriorating financially. The middle class and lower middle class do not have the money to go anywhere. And there's a demand weakness right now. Wow, that's a crazy way to put it. People cannot afford to go anywhere. So it's going to be a bleak travel season through winter for the next six months, basically. And what they're looking at is any companies that you have, that you invest in, that have you know, exposure in that sector, you should stay away from. So if they're lower end, deal with a lower end clientele, you need to not uh, be involved in this and look at making changes with this. And this is just the beginning of this, guys. You're gonna see more and more of this, which leads to a great story. And that is, a friend of mine calls me and she says, does this seem right to you? And I've got, you know, a cruise ship that's sending me discounts two for one. And I'm like, wow, that's a heck of a deal, you know. And it's crazy that you're seeing this right now, okay? Because they need clients. They need bodies. Ford, man, man, oh, man. Ford is losing money on all their electric cars. We know that. Ford's on strike right now. How about this one? Ford has the Depart U.S. Department of uh, Commerce that's looking into them right now because they have 709,000 uh, trucks that could be recalled because of catastrophic engine failure that they could just quit. Well, that sounds great, doesn't it? That sounds awesome. So, you know, this is the thing about this. Who builds a quality car? Who builds a car that lasts 25 years anymore? Seriously. You know, I've had people write me lately about recalls, Dodge Ram. One guy, Dave, wrote me about this and said, Dan, the thing had six recalls to it. I sold it at a loss. They wouldn't give me anything at the dealership. They kept, you know, wouldn't fix it, car had a problem. Wouldn't fix it, car had a problem. Multiple recalls, guys. Craziness. Um, Lordstown Motors is a one of the EV companies out there. They raised $2 billion, okay? One of the original uh, uh, founders, Stephen Burns, who's the largest shareholder, a company went bankrupt, had billions of dollars put into it. They produced 111 vehicles. Well, guess what? Mr. Burns, through bankruptcy, just bought the company back and all its assets for $10 million, which is a lot of money, but you know they burned through everything, all the investors lost money, and that's what you, you know, that's what you get to show for this. Is that crazy? And then which led down another rabbit hole, which is Rivian. Rivian wants to be the greatest truck company in the world. Again, I, I don't know how you have an electric truck that is great. I just don't. 
they sell for right now for about $77,000 for a truck. The only problem is Rivian, read the article below, I'm not pulling this number out of thin air, loses $33,000 a vehicle. How, how do they stay in business another week when it's like that? They have, they have thousands of people on their waiting list right now. They're not producing vehicles anytime soon, but you're going to wait in line to, uh, to uh, you know, charge your vehicle, to get parts. How do you get parts for one of these cars when the companies go out of business? Because with a regular combustion engine, you don't. You just don't. So, you know, one thing that's fascinating is that, you know, Jay Leno owns all those thousands of cars. And the one thing I couldn't figure out is how do you buy an old fire engine and make it run and do everything you do? Because not everything he buys is pristine and perfect. He's got to fix it up and do all that work. And he's got a team that does all that. But he has metal 3D printing. You can get, basically, back in the day, they used to have a book that would show the entire car, how it was put together uh, from the dealership. And you could buy these, and he would get that, and they could make any part now via uh, the 3D printers. Isn't that cool? So maybe you're going to be doing that with Rivian, but I don't think they have the book. And the website will probably be down when you go back to look for it. So share your thoughts on this stuff, guys. But I just... People don't have the money right now to travel. And I'm telling you this right now. You want to have a nice Christmas? You want to have a nice holiday season? Be thoughtful. Be kind. Reach out now and say hi to people. Check on people. Check on your friends. Check on your family. How are you doing? What's new? Have a nice day. You know, try that. Okay? It, you know, I've gotten more from working for people for free. Doing stuff that I should have been, oh, hey, where's my commission check? I've done more for free for people that has changed my life than anything else. And it always comes back 10 times over because I've done this stuff. So share your thoughts on this stuff, guys. I'm going to finish this video with these last few stories. The first two are out of the UK. Uh, Gillian Keegan is the uh, Secretary of Education in the UK, and she's put forth an order that immediately, from today forward, there are no more cell phones allowed at schools. And, of course, the kids are freaking out. But this is the greatest thing ever. And uh, you'll get more done. Think about this. I grew up without a cell phone at school. I, I managed to get through the day without having to check uh, my email and play games and things like that. So these kids are in for a different world. Tell you guys a great story with that. And that is uh, uh, my girlfriend, when she had her business she would teach lawyers to pass the bar exam and she would come in for these things called cram sessions where they would learn a lot in two days and you have to turn over your cell phone. Can't have any recording devices in there. You don't have your laptop on. You're there to take notes because you're a lawyer. You're going to be a lawyer. You need to do this. And we would have blowback every time at the beginning of a course. At the end of it, they were like, oh my gosh, I got so much out of this. They would have breaks. Go pull your cell phone out of the packet. She literally had a you know, a thing made in the wall. Oh, your cell phone is number, you know, 22, Dan. Go grab it out of 22. And then you could check your messages and everybody loved it. Everybody absolutely loved it. And it's funny, she'd have returning students that would tell everybody, hey, no cell phones. You'd leave it in the car or get ready to put it away. And then Jalen Chansey is a plus size model. And she is upset that, uh, you know, airline seats aren't big enough for someone as big and as girthy as she is. Now, 
She wants hotels to widen hallways, okay, and to get wider robes for her because she's a 6X. 6X, gentlemen, 6X. And Tony's a double X. You seen him? Tony's got a Tony's got a belly on him. Miss Cheney's got a uh, a six X kind of six X kind of body. Okay, she calls herself a model. Is that crazy? Okay. Anyways, <laughs> piano wear with. Ch- <laughs> Anyways, I could do a bunch of them. She's a girthy gal. Okay. Anyways, um, Michael Jordan is worth $3 billion. He's the first athlete to be listed on the Forbes 400 uh, with that much wealth, $3 billion, which is nice. And you know, the way the guy made his money, guys, yes, he played basketball. Yes, he had all the uh, sponsorship deals, but he had a royalty deal with uh, Nike. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Air Jordans, every time they came out, the money just kept flowing in. The kids had to buy new ones. Money kept flowing in every time. Final, final story is... Uh, they surveyed over a thousand Gen Xers and young people, and it's wild because you have a huge percentage of kids still living at home. You've got kids that are in their 30s that have never left mom and dad's house. That is wild. You know, 28%, guys, 28%. When do you, you know what, guys? I, I love my children. They can come anytime they want, they can call me and show up anytime they want. But man, oh man, the freedom that I have right now by not having kids in my house, whoa, okay? Whoa, 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 okay? Get a life, get a job, support you any way I can. So think about this. Another uh, staggering statistic, 40% of the people that were surveyed have never left their hometown ever, 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 ever. Isn't that weird? I mean, read the story because it's the last story in the uh the list but uh, kind of wild guys so share your thoughts on all this stuff and uh, should we make uh, you know hotel rooms wider for uh, the six xers out there share your thoughts okay don't forget to hit the like button don't, don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you're on the me email list check your spam filter guys because one just went out and you need to sign up for the emails okay i'll see you guys very soon Thank <laughs> you.